First of all, welcome to um, another episode, I guess, or another session. I assume most of us on the call are involved with um, your businesses and jobs on a daily basis and somehow manage to pull yourselves away and find time to join a call right smack in the middle of the day. I think it shows um, that all of the people joining the call prioritize properly what their priority in life is and that um, are people that are thinking and growing. So I want to discuss a concept which is a bit of a chiddish, but I believe is applicable to each of us on our own level. So Jamie is currently learning Sechus Tainus, and on Dapes, the Gemara discussed the Pasuk that Asa to Asa is called to us, that you take off Maisa, that comes from all Yitua every single year. The Gemara says, Aser Bishvil Shethis Aser, or we'll see in a moment, maybe Aser Bishvil Shethis Asher, which means that you should give Maisa in order that you should become wealthy, or you should give Maisa in order that you should keep on being able to have the ability to give Maisa in the future. And interestingly enough, at some time, um, and at the same time that I was learning the Das, I also read a book, which is a brand new book from Atzko, everyone could get it, actually a very good book about Rabbi Moshe Reichman, and uh, it was a very, very interesting and, and amazing book. I read it in one sitting. And at the, same, at the same time, I enjoyed it very much. I had three issues with the book. Um, not that I'm trying to be medallic in a book, but there were two of them I, I'll discuss. And the third we could discuss at a different time, not really relevant to this conversation today. But aside from so many other interesting facets of Moshe Rachman's life, the book also discusses his amazing chesed and his vision, his ability to understand and perceive the future, as well to be mechadish in many areas as to how to build his business, how to build buildings and create value and wealth. It almost makes no mention, however, as to how hard it actually potentially was to build such a business and how hard he actually worked in order to get to that level. And I thought that it made sense that he probably, during certain periods of time, didn't actually get that much time to sit down and actually learn. And I had the opportunity to meet with someone, and it happened to be that this person was involved in writing a book or, or researching a book. And I mentioned this to him, and he told me um, that my perception is correct, and it's true. And he told me that uh, a couple of very interesting stories, again, not, not something I'm going to repeat at this time, but he asked me how did I perceive that and how did I know that. And I told him that the book, if you read the book on page 62, it says that when Moshe Reichen was in Yeshiva's Panavish as a Bachel, he had to stay there every single day learning from 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. And I told him if someone learns that hard and is so dedicated and accomplished in his learning, then his personality is such that when he started working, he likely did the same, and he likely worked with all his strength, his time, and his capabilities, and he's a focused, um, task-driven, goal-oriented person, and therefore that's just the tedious of a person's life. And, and I believe it was actually an important lesson that the book missed out on, because a lot of young people are going to read the book think that you're going to just go into business and something's going to happen just by, you know, it just happens without actually putting in the time and effort. I'm not sure if that's something that's really a good message to people. I think the main message is that um, anything you do in life is something you need to put your, your strength into. But um, that, that was one point. The main point that uh, bothered me, though, is that how could it be that a man like Ramay Shreich, who taught the world how to be about stuck-up, taught the world how to be about chesed, and he could actually lose so much of his wealth um, and, and have such a, such a downfall 
if we just had a Gemara Tainus that says, that if you give Maisa, you'll become wealthy. So, so although the Masha and actually the Atzko and the Sifto both types of the Gemara and say, with a Shin, the, the really, and therefore it's saying that when you give Maisa, you'll become wealthy. The, the Rishonim actually don't seem to agree with that. And Rabbi Nechanael actually on the side of the Gemara says a lashon of aser kadeshu yir b'kinyanecha b'seaser oid pa'amim that if you go and give ma'isa then you'll have a lot of you'll have more wealth or you'll have enough to give and you'll be able to give ma'isa in the future again. In passage for A he actually says v'hine ein b'loshin akasav loshin oisher the loshin of the pasuk of the Gemara is not oisher it doesn't mean wealth kishnei hasinin both hasins sevul is saying avol hapirish is This is actually the idea of Oisha, is to be able to do mice in the future, which we'll get back to in a moment. Now, Taisus actually brings on top test a very interesting Taisus, and he brings that same shot, like the Rabbeinu Hananel and, and Rabbeinu Bechaya, and he brings a story, which is very interesting because Taisus is not a storyteller. We don't find that Taisus generally says stories in Gemara, maybe, if I think in Shas, how many times Taisus brings down a story, maybe five or six times in the entire Shas. And Titus here to bring the story about a man that was very wealthy. He had a thousand core every single year. He used to give a mice of a hundred core to the Kahanam and Levium, or Levium. And when he did so, he was, um, he, he, every single year he had the same thing. He got, made a thousand core, the, the, the field produced a thousand core, and he gave off a hundred core of mice. And when he, when he was about to die, he told his son to continue doing so. His son followed his father's direction for a year. The next year, the son stopped giving mice. He said, why am I giving mice? I'm giving away 100 core if I could keep it all for myself. And the following year, he actually didn't get, uh, he didn't make a thousand core. The field produced 100 core. So his family members came, and the Lashon Taisa is that they heard that he did so, and they came, with, they came with white clothing, and they were very happy. And they said that he's learning a lesson from this, that till now, he was considered the Balabais of the Sadhana Kaj who was the Kayin, he was giving Maisa Kajbarhu, but now that he didn't give him Maisa, he is considered Kajbarhu is now the Balabais and he's considered like the Kayin, and that's why he only got the Khail to Maisa, he only got ten percent of the field. So and, and he brings that apostate the Ishas Kadash as meaning Shain Mafish Dragon, when you don't give him Maisa properly, Loyia Loy El Hakodishim claim on Maisa. All you can have left over is only the Maisa. I think there's a few other interesting things that Taisa points out, but that's the basic of the story that's going to be relevant to today. So the question is, why is Taisa telling us a story? I think the Taisa is telling us a story to teach us what Maisa is and what the outcome of Maisa is. And, but, but, and I think the main question on Taisa is, why did the person keep making the same amount of money if every single year he should become wealthier and wealthier, as the Torah says, Aseb Shilosh So clearly Taisa learned that the Lush of Aseb Shilosh is not to become wealthy, or maybe it is, we'll see in a moment, but it's really Aseb Shilosh If you give up Maisa, you'll continuously be able to give up Maisa. Now the concept is, of Maisa, and we have to understand that really, and we'll, we'll end with this, we'll, we'll try to be within a certain time frame, I don't know what time it is now, we have a couple of more se- seconds, that, that a person is, the Gemara says, Ezuel, Mishra Ezuel Asher Sameach B'chalkai, who is someone that's an Asher Sameach B'chalkai, what does it mean, Ashiris is someone that's happy with his lot, so our Gemara seems Ashiris means that he can have money, what, is, what, what does that have to be Sameach B'chalkai? So I think the idea is that Sameach B'chalkai means that a person has to be satisfied with his lot, because a person always has two lots. A person always has two parts of what he makes. He has the part that belongs to him, 
And he also given a part that's not his chalik, that if he looks at his money and understands that part of the chalik that he keeps is to give to others, that that itself is the person that's a mechalka, because he realizes that he's a person that's a shutter for Hashem, and he's the one that's a balabayis, and he's supposed to be giving over to the anim. And that's what he's saying as well, that if you have enough money that you have, Ashiris is not a shot that you just have uber wealth, that you have enough money you can just support your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, forever and ever. That's not our goal, or it shouldn't be our goal in life. Our goal in life really should be that we should have enough and we should have plenty. I saw that the Kais of Abdullah is a Kais that we overflow. And some say it's because you want to show that this week we should have enough panos and it should overflow. So the overflow, we miss one little piece. It means that you should have enough that your cup should be full, which means I should have enough to drink. I should have enough to have enough, and it should be wine, and it should be something which is, is beneficial to me, and it should even be something which is maybe even enough that I can have, I can have luxury. That's fine. But it should be enough that you're always thinking, how do I overflow to others? How do I make sure I'm giving to others? Uh, making sure that others are beneficial and, and beneficiaries of my chesed. And I, I think that's really the answer to the question about how is it that someone like Moshe Rackman potentially could lose their money because Ashiris is not guaranteed wealth that you can have Uber money. Even when the Masha says the Russian is Asher Mishul says Asher, it means give off Misa and then you understand by giving off Misa that you have Ashiris because it means you have so much that you're able to go and benefit others. So our, our goal in life is to sometimes keep working and work hard as Moshe Rackman did at certain points of his life and we also have to sometimes recalibrate and rethink our goals and aspirations. Are we working enough? And sometimes the answer is that we, we aren't working enough and we need to put in more time and more hours and more effort. But sometimes the answer is that we need to take more time out of our day to learn. And even five minutes of our day may just be enough. I appreciate everyone joining and thank you for listening.